Ford have always commented on what seems to them the distinctive character and quality of America and the Americans. Early on, visitors from abroad were struck by the American commitment to human equality, and not all of them approved of it. For example, uh, Mrs. Trollope, Frances Trollope, who was the mother of the English novelist Anthony Trollope, spent several years in Cincinnati, Ohio, where she ran a, a store rather unsuccessfully. Later, she wrote a book about it, The Domestic Life and Manners of the Americans. And in it, she denounces the commitment to human equality, which she thinks of as rather horrible. She was incensed when the servants expected to sit at dinner with the family. In her view, it violated a necessary and natural form of hierarchy. On the other hand, visitors like Alexis de Tocqueville, who probably wrote the most famous study of the American identity, regarded human equality as the fount of all America's marvels. Listen to the way in which his great book starts. Quote, Among the novel objects that attracted my attention during my stay in the United States, nothing struck me more forcibly than the general equality of condition among the people. I readily discovered the prodigious influence that this primary fact exercises on the whole course of society. It gives a peculiar direction to public opinion and a peculiar tenor to the laws. It, it imparts new maxims to the governing authorities and peculiar habits to the governed. The more I advanced in the study of American society, the more I perceived that this equality of condition is the fundamental fact from which all others seem to be derived and the central point at which all my observations constantly terminated. He goes on to say that between the years 1789 and the 1830s, when he was writing it, while Europe has been torn apart during those years by revolutions, America has been very politically stable. And he says, it's been politically stable because of this commitment to equality. It's a stabilizing force rather than, as was the conventional wisdom, a destabilizing one. Now, Americans themselves have been equally fascinated by what it is that's distinctive about their character or about their national identity. One of the most famous essays in American history is Frederick Jackson Turner's essay on the frontier, uh, the frontier as a, as a distinctive uh, phenomenon shaping American character. Uh, in 1893, just after the Census Bureau had announced the closing of the American frontier, it said you could no longer draw a distinctive line across a map of the United States showing where the frontier was. Uh, in 1893, in Chicago, Frederick Jackson Turner delivered this lecture talking about the influence of the frontier on American character. And he was afraid that, now that there was no more frontier, the American character itself might have to change in some ways. He was afraid it might have uh, adverse consequences. He said the frontier was, the, was the, the thing which always prompted American initiative and the capacity to improvise in, in creative ways. Well, uh, far into the 20th century, the idea that there was such a thing as the American national character persisted. And it's been popular, at least among um, um, general historians, right up to the present. In the 1950s, for example, the historian David Potter argued that what made America distinctive was the fact of its material abundance. The Americans had been much richer than most societies in history, and that itself was a, was a defining characteristic. Here's a typical quotation from David Potter. Quote, Throughout our national experience, the most varied types of observers have agreed in emphasizing America's bounty. 
Explorers have marveled at wealth previously undiscovered. Travelers have, co- have contrasted the riches of America with the scarcity of the lands from which they came. Millions of inhabitants of the old world have responded as immigrants to the lure of the land of plenty, the land of promise. And David Potter goes on to show how in all sorts of ways it's this fact of wealth and material abundance which has made the Americans distinctive and different. One of his contemporaries, Daniel Boorstein, also wrote a whole succession of histories of America, emphasizing Americans' practicality, their inventiveness, their adaptability. And probably the one word which summarizes Boorstein's view of America is pragmatism. He says perhaps they weren't the most philosophically sophisticated, but in terms of of dealing practically with real problems and solving them, they were unequaled. Daniel Boorstein went on to become the Librarian of Congress.